0: Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? This is episode 98, and oh man, boy, is it a great episode. Is This is probably, in my opinion, going to be the greatest episode we've ever had. We've had some very good guests on here. Uh, we've talked about many things in Lightning Nation, but nothing... Right now at this moment, unless the Lightning do go on to win the Stanley Cup, fingers crossed. Nothing is going to compare to the feeling, to the excitement that I have right now of, in this moment, of a Lightning win. than right now is, as you all know by now, the Lightning pulled it off. They finally did it. They beat the Columbus Blue Jackets after pretty much a year of this BS, this crap that we've been hearing from not just Blue Jackets fans but fans all over the NHL, people on Twitter, hockey Twitter Uh, it's just it's, it's like it's like stepping out out of the door for the first time after quitting a job that you hate, waking up the next morning after that and you feel incredible And by the way, before I get into anything that, you know, about this game, let's just discuss real quick. Just want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Built Bar. They are back better than ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And yeah, they are back with six new flavors. Can't wait to see what these ones taste like. But yeah, right now, all I'm tasting is this sweet sweet flavor of revenge. Now if you watch that game, if you had the pleasure of being able to watch that game, I spoke on last episode how I thought it was ridiculous to have a game at twelve o'clock. Especially, you know, I mean at this point they can't move games like that. But anyway Lightning pulled this one off. Five four in overtime. Uh we're gonna go through the periods. We're gonna talk about all the great stuff, all the positive things that happened. Um And I'm going to be real honest to start off the show and start my recap. The Lightning did everything they could to lose this game. Um, They, if you've been following them all season, which I'm sure you have if you're a Lightning fan and if you're uh, a fan that just got into the team recently, welcome aboard. Couldn't have picked a better team to jump on with. And I hope you stay after the playoffs in terms of the bandwagon. I hope we by the end of the playoffs, we will have won you over permanently. So, we're going to go over the recap. Yeah, the Lightning, uh, they it was a frustrating game. I think this was, out of all the games, just from a fan perspective, I can only imagine what the players were going through on the bench and then in the locker room between periods, especially in that second one. Oh, I, could, I wish I could be a fly on the wall for that, but... The Lightning, they are no stranger to the penalty box. Um, they, and they are very much a stranger to taking penalties. The Lightning drew. They took six penalties. And one of them ended up, uh, Columbus ended up scoring on. Tampa took, uh, they drew, sorry about that. They drew zero penalties. Let me repeat that again. They were on the power play zero times. That's a fat donut that the Lightning ate today in terms of being on the power play, which was... It still boggles my mind. Basically, the refs are saying... And I'm not saying to the referees, go out there and call whatever, you know, just so it's kind of sort of even. No. They, just, you're basically insinuating whether it's intentional or not, which I'm sure it's not that the other team, the Columbus blue jackets played an absolutely incredibly disciplined game. They made zero mistakes. They did all the right things, which if they did, they wouldn't have lost this game, but yeah. um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many times a team has won in overtime have, have come back um, under these circumstances without being on the penalty um, at least not once But I mean it is what it is uh, I to, I'm not trying to get mad about it anymore I got mad about it in that Capitals game But I mean I, I don't know what there is to be done I don't know what the answer is at this point uh, if, if you have the answer To what could could possibly happen And change going forward go ahead Give us a follow And tweet out to us at, on the Lightning Locked on Lightning Twitter page At LO underscore Tweet to me on Twitter as well at APDanker, D-E-N-K-E-R, and, you know, shoot me a tweet, or, you know, if you just want to tweet to the show, or whatever it is. We're both accounts. We're both very, um, very, very responsive. And while you're at it, like and subscribe. It's free to this show. Uh, you'll get up- updates, all the updates, notifications, um, no matter what platform you choose to listen to. Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Spotify, Apple you know, all that stuff free, S- subscribe and you'll be stay- You'll be up to date on all the newest episodes that drop, so let's start it off from the beginning, first period uh, I liked what I saw uh, I thought the Lightning played a pretty uh, fast paced game, I thought they played very well they came out taking it to the Blue Jackets and that was everything you could have asked for to start off the game, uh, they were doing that in, the pr- in game 4 as well um, I said on yesterday's episode to look for the Lightning to really come out swinging early and really try to look for them to pile on uh, to close out the series because I think that's the one thing this team really wanted to do was kind of stick it to the, the Blue Jackets after everything that happened last season and all the, the questions that were surrounding the team uh, coming into this year and all everything that this team, that, that kind of cloud. was hanging over this team for the duration of the season they could finally put that stuff behind them move on because this is where you know the lightning in a couple of days have to get right back to business and you know now they're now they're in it now they're starting they're out of the blue jackets chapter and they're moving on to all right. now we don't have to worry about all that outside noise all we're worried about now Is 12 more wins. That's all they need. 12 more wins. And the Lightning will be Stanley Cup champions. And it's not going to be easy. We all know that. And it's, it's not as simple as just 12 wins. There's a lot of things between the first whistle to the final whistle that need to happen. But, I mean, we'll cross that road when we get there. We'll take that shift off the bench when we get there. Uh, let's. We're not even going to talk about the next round right now. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode. Right now, we're just going to discuss... this. Today was the greatest game in terms of result and what the impact from that uh, that the Lightning have had all year. Ironically, they also played the worst period that I've seen them play the entire year. Uh, we're going to get into that absolute dumpster fire of a second period in just a little bit. But let's let's talk about some of the things that I saw that were good from the first period. So that fast, aggressive style of play that the lightning love to play. uh, And the blue jackets desperately try to always keep up with them and that they've been doing that relatively well, sometimes mediocre uh, for the most part throughout the series, the blue jackets, but they, they can't play that style of play. They don't have the firepower to where it really, it really will make a huge impact for them. Um, but yeah, uh, and that proved it. That's why this series ended in five games and not seven. So first goal of the game, huge big goal. I thought really really set the tone for the Lightning. Really uh, a huge boost to the ego and to the confidence. Tyler Johnson tipped in uh, right in front. Uh, and I've been emphasizing this since game two, and even since when I mean it became more amplified when Pat Maroon came out and said what they needed to talk about. Putting bodies in front of the net. See what happens when you put bodies in front of the net and you put the puck on net. Good things will happen. You'll get deflections. You'll get traffic. And beautiful goal here. Beautiful deflection uh, by Tala Johnson. And Lightning, get get on the board first. And then shortly after, Blake Coleman, new addition at the trade deadline. I've spoken in length on past episodes. Go ahead and listen to that. Especially the episode in which we... Um, the Lightning did acquire him. Uh, I was a little critical at first because I never like giving up first-round draft picks, unless you're getting a a top-two uh, first-line forward or player. I I don't care how you know whether the the draft pick is really that big of a deal or not. I mean, it's a first rounder, and the the talent that's coming out these days in the NHL is just it. There's so much of it to where. The lightning could rel- they could very well get a, a diamond in the rough at very late in the first round, so you never know. So yeah, Blake Coleman sniped a wrist from the circle in the rush, two nothing, just a beautiful goal. Um, it was one of those unsuspecting wristers. Uh, we haven't really seen a lot of production on the stat sheet from Blake Coleman, but that that isn't to say that he hasn't really done anything or contributed in any way since he came to this team. Uh, he's, he's made this team, uh, way better with just his presence on the ice. All the things he does with disrupting passing lanes, um, playing good defense, working the the boards, uh, playing a very physical style of play. Uh, and that goes the same with, with, um, Barkley Goodrow, uh, and as well as Zach Bogosian, those guys, it's that three, those three acquisitions, um, could very well be the X-Factor going in. I mean, Zach Bogosian has played incredible this entire series. So has Barkley Goodrow. Um, and it's really good to see the series close with Blake Coleman getting on the stat sheet in the goal column. So at this point in the game, the Lightning are up 2-0. And this was a very crucial part for them. And I'm going to tell you why. And they didn't really... It, it wasn't like they just fell asleep at this point. That's kind of more towards the second period. But... It was a very crucial point in the game after this Coleman goal. Now, if you look if you go back and watch the game and you really look at the players on the blue jackets, they're kinda looking at each other after the Coleman goal. They look up at the scoreboard, they see two nothing. And they're like, What? Are you are you kidding me? You know, we thought we had them. You know, we were finally starting to figure them out. Well, you know what? The Lightning, you know, as much credit as I give to this Columbus Blue Jackets team, they were very, very skilled. They just they don't have the players yet. They're not there. They have the goaltender, Eunice uh, you- Corposalo. Give him a couple of years. Maybe next year he'll be one of the top goalies in the league. If he could get a couple of guys around him, that team's going to be even more annoying going forward. But um, it was very important for the Lightning to not take their foot at the gate at off the gas at this point it was they needed to keep keep pushing the pace keep being aggressive um and they they kind of started to slow it down not really so much but you saw the beginnings of it uh during the felino goal um there was just a lapse in concentration lapse in coverage lightning didn't you could just tell it was just three guys standing around, not really communicating, um, and that was something that just it happens here and there during the regular season. You'll see it more so with young players, but with the vets that you know these these uh, these veterans that on this play, McDonough, who I mean he's been the he's been in the league for years, one of the leaders on his team. Chernak and Kalorn, and just allowing a guy like Nick Felino, hes not even—he's not exactly a big-time goal scorer, but he'll put up twenty to thirty a year. Um, a guy like that, one of Columbus's top players, to just allow him to skate into the, the low slot right up to the crease with ease, um, and take that shot—and you know, there's really not much Vasilevsky could do on that uh, from that distance—and. just Those three guys, that was just a breakdown in communication. I mean, it is what it is. I wasn't too mad about it. I was just... I would have preferred at that point in time to just go into the intermission with a two-goal lead. But, I mean, the old old, uh, saying goes is the two-goal lead in hockey is the worst lead you could have. Which I don't really feel... I don't really think that's true. I, I think it's it makes a huge difference, you know 2, two nothing is a lot better than 2-1, uh, especially with this with, you know, and you're going to feel a lot differently about two goals, two goal lead after, especially what you're going to see what happens in the second period um, but yeah, the Lightning going to the dressing room, I thought it was a pretty well played start to the game um, I just wanted the Lightning to kind of keep up that high energy pace, which they kind of seem to kind of flatten out as the period was coming to a close, especially after the Felino goal, but um, you also have to keep in mind you can't you can't sprint the entire race, uh, especially when you start get out of the gate. But uh, so they go back to the locker room with a one goal lead. Uh, it's better better than losing, so I'll give them that. And what they should have gotten at the break, uh, and great news for all our listeners that have been here before is that Built Bar, one of our sponsors, is back. Built Bar uh, is Back and better than ever, more delicious than ever. They got six new flavors: caramel brownie, cook- cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, almond apple almond crisps, and cherry barcia. And I gotta say, just from you know, they sent us they they sent the show uh, some bars uh, in the beginning. Though these are the best protein bars I've ever had in my life. Uh, I I fully believe that. Uh, my favorite flavor was toffee almond, and it was if you've listened to past episodes and you heard us talk about Bill Bar, they, it's literally the best way to describe it is like they took your favorite flavor and they just jammed it into this bar and just covered it with chocolate, and it it really feels it really tastes like you're 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 eating candy, but you know what? It's probably one of the more healthy things. That you'll ever eat throughout the day um, and it's great for the health conscious people you could lose or maintain weight while indulging in it and the best part about it is that you know, right now you'll get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last um, it'll only last for a week or so so go ahead and get it while they still have that deal going on so go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order when you use the promo code Locked On, you'll get $10 off your next order. So, so go to com. I can't say it enough while supplies last, and you'll have the greatest protein bar you will have ever had in your life. All right, a little second period action here. Now, for those of you that were losing your mind during the game, I feel you. This was, like I said at the top of the show, one of the more, probably in my opinion, now obviously this is an opinion-based show, with facts to support it. This was the worst period in from from the entire season um uh, from the from the Tampa Bay Lightning. I there was a point during that period um I was tweeting during that um the game and there was a point where I just stopped tweeting, I believe, or I was just, you know, sometimes I'll talk out loud to myself while I'm watching the game, but I just I was in shock by how terrible this team played. And we we haven't really been seeing it on this level, but there has been times throughout this playoffs where the lightning have come out of an intermission. And it takes about 5 minutes or so to get them going again, especially even, you know, if they've been if they went into the intermission with it with with some sort of momentum, it seems like they go in with a, with about maybe a seventy five momentum level and then they gotta they come all the way down back to zero and then they slowly build themselves up again. It's it's very strange. I've I've seen it before, but not this often like this with a team like this. Especially where the the Blue Jackets recently, the last couple of games have also been starting out. They've been starting out very slow in the first period and then it's like the opposite, you know. The Lightning start off early in the first period, and then second period, they they don't show up. Sometimes they don't at all. They some they don't get it going, and they that's when they run into trouble. Um, it was just off the top of my head, they must have they must have taken three four penalties in that period. I've never I've never seen anything like it, and these were. These were, you know, if you look at the replay, they were the right call on every time. So you, as a as a fan, you can't even go back and argue this. Um, and uh, it was, it was, you know, we've spoken in length on past episodes. You know, the the Lightning are they're tied. They were tied during the regular season. They finished like this for second most penalties taken during the season. So obviously, you know they they were tied with Washington and then obviously the Rangers were first and that's not a good recipe especially when you're not getting any power plays in return um and that that's you know the Lightning almost lost this game you know that's the the, the simple way to say it they they were as well as they played at the end and they woke up in the third period they at this point in time and I'm sure some lightning fans felt the same way when this, when things start to not only go downhill, the the whole house fell down and smashed into a million pieces. Um, there was a moment where I, you know, the, I, I think it was rightfully so said, said to myself, they're not only going to blow this game, they're going to blow this entire series. Cause this is the kind of thing that could turn an entire series around. Give, give, a team like the blue jackets new life and a ton of momentum so 31 seconds into the period lightning take a penalty and it was just like even the players at this point are like you got to be kidding me guys come on like and it's just it's just frustrating and i and i was saying to someone the other day they cannot continue to do this at this rate or they have no chance of 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 doing that you know do you think they're going to be able to survive winning games like this giving up five six penalties against teams like like a like a boston or a philly um and it's it's just the whole theme has been the lightning are a good team so it's just a head scratcher and it's just super frustrating when they turn around and they give constant opportunity after after opportunity especially to teams that that are not on the same level as them. The Columbus Blue Jackets are a good team. I will give them that credit. You know they very much are. They were good enough to make the playoffs, but they can't continue to play like this. They they kept. If I guarantee you, if the Lightning were a maybe middle of the league in terms of frequency of 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 penalties taken, they could have very well swept this series uh it, it's just unbelievable it it's i tweeted at one point it's almost impressive as to how frequent this team takes penalties so uh, but you know and then the, and then that's when usually this time in the game when when the blue jackets really start to swarm really start uh crashing in at hard um you know it's just chaos ensues but you know, Vasilevsky was there. Great series of saves. Start, I believe it was during that power play. Um, Vasilevsky really bailed him out a bunch of times in this game, and you know he's definitely. I didn't see who got the three stars, but he definitely deserved one of those. Um, especially that sequence when he denied Nyquist in front twice, um, and that could have been that could have been ugly real quick. Um, but later on, you know, a little little later on after this, unfortunately, Kevin Stenlin Gets a power play goal. Uh just like I just stated a couple of minutes ago. Just the case of the lightning giving unnecessary advantages to the opposing teams. In this case, Columbus. Game is tied up now. And it's at this point I'm freaking out, guys. I'm gonna admit, I'm freaking out. I'm I'm sitting there yelling every curse in the book. And it was just you gotta be kidding me. I I wish I wish there was just a cam for for to look at John Cooper the entire game. I want to see his reactions when these things happen in, in real time. Uh I want to see because every time they cut to him same expression the entire time. Now, I'm not blaming Coop, but at the same time, this should have been something that you had you had 4 or 5 months to figure something out. I don't know what I'm not really knowledgeable when it comes to the really technical super technical parts of the game of hockey I know how to play I do play you know I do all that stuff uh, within the game but you know I'm not I'm not really an expert coach in that regard to turn around to a player and say okay don't do this don't do that it's just about I don't know I guess enforcing certain things during practice I'm not going to go crazy and say Coop is not preparing these guys enough we're not going to do that they won the game. That's all that matters. And I, I said to a fellow Lightning fan that unfortunately, that's the reality of the situation that the Lightning have right now, and for Lightning fans, is that they're gonna have to live and die by the PK. And that's just the PK is good. Uh, they gave up one power play goal out of six uh, power plays. So you know you gotta you gotta kind of give a stick tap to them for that because you know what, this game could have been very ugly. Um, it could have been a blowout real quick and could have been a uh, series-defining game in which things went in the Blue Jaguars' favor, and then we could have been sitting here four days from now talking about how they need to blow the whole thing up, Coop is gone, you know, we don't want to get into that. But yeah, so... Like I stated before, um, Lightning really just fell off the table. I don't, I don't know what it was at the intermission. I don't know if if guys are taking naps or I I don't know what it is, but it just, and this is the kind of thing we've been seeing from the last couple of games is that just the beginning of the second period, it's just like this team is stepping onto the ice for the first time, not even like for warmups. And it's like, Oh, we got to play a game. I I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I just don't know. And it was the complete opposite with the blue jackets. Um, anyone who turned on this game at the start of the second without even looking at the score first probably assumed that Columbus was winning Um, and if it wasn't for Vasilevsky bailing them out they probably would have been winning by a lot I mean Vasilevsky really made some incredible saves in this game and I you know he's he's a great goalie Vezina Trophy finalist for the third straight year Um, definitely in a league of his own right now but you can't expect to him you can't expect him to to make a ton of saves all the time you know he needs the guys in front of him to help him out and that's kind of i guess you could say contributed. if you want to speculate if we want to speculate right now about what maybe could have been part of the reason why this team wasn't playing anywhere nearly to their you know the level that we've seen them play especially in the first period how there was such a huge drop off of production it could be. I mean, you could chalk it up. Like I said, if you want, if you want to speculate, if we want to, if we want to try and figure some things out here, uh, you could say that the team got too complacent. Um, they got too comfortable, and you know they, they see how Vazzy plays. They they obviously know how good he is, and that that kind of that will happen now and then, where a goalie will completely win a game for his team. Uh, we saw it with Salo for Columbus in Game Two, but the Lightning can't afford to do that. They can't afford to be doing that, especially with the amount of penalties that they give up, because then Vasilevsky just going to be getting just attacked all game. Um, you know, when I went back at the stats, I was just you know from from memory, just from the amount of rushes. Uh, amount of ch- scoring chances that the Blue Jackets had, um, you know, they keep in mind, they finished this game with only 41 shots on goal. I, if you were just, you know, look just from judging from how, you know, Columbus played for a majority of the game, I would have thought that number was at least in the 60s, um, which it did reach uh, in game four. But I, I, this is something and it, and it ties in with, with the penalties, they need it needs to stop. It needs to stop. You can't, I and we'll talk about it on tomorrow's show, about all this. I mean, let's just enjoy the good things. You know, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer right now. This is a great day in Lightning Land. So let's just talk about the good things. But first, we got to get the bad things out because this second period was, like I said, it was a dumpster fire. It was terrible. Um, Blue Jackets were constantly pushing Tampa all around all period and creating ca- chaos constantly and it was just it was just oh god it was just painful to watch it was painful to watch there was a moment um, like I said where I just sat there and I was just this can't be happening in front of me this can't be happening in front of me and then the Wenberg goal just you know for, for Columbus to take the lead was just it was unbelievable I and then shortly after that God uh, Tampa takes their fifth penalty of the game, right before the period. Uh, it's just giving it. And it was I don't remember the exact penalty, but it was on Maroon, and it was just yeah. Do you are you just throwing the game? You know, it was one of those things where you, are you, are you guys trying to lose this game? Because you're doing everything you possibly can. Um, fifth penalty, and we're not even in the third third period yet. Are you kidding me? Um. I don't actually. Now that I think about it, yeah, we were. And then you're giving, you're giving Columbus, who's starting to pick it up, who's starting to get some momentum in this game. You're starting to, you're giving them a penalty. Start off the period, the next period, the last period, while they have the lead and a fresh sheet of ice. You're just asking for trouble. I, I, I mean, I, it was, and I, I would, I, I haven't looked at anything yet. Uh, in terms of anyone addressing that, I'm sure Cooper will to the media at some point. I hope so. I, ho- I, love, I would love to hear the statement from some of the players as to what the hell went wrong in that period. Uh, and, of course, when that all happens and is dropped to the world, <laughs> we will talk about it on tomorrow's show. So, a little bit of a, uh, a long one today, obviously, because of, you know, a lot happened in this game. This is a 5-4 game that ended in overtime, and, you know, not to, we haven't even, you know, mentioned about how well, you know, this ended, you know, and, and what this means going forward and them winning the series, but, yeah, we'll just, you know, I'm going to list off some of the things that happened, uh, I'm not going to get into too much about it, I'll talk about it probably more on tomorrow's show. Borkstrang goal uh, after a Lightning kill-off penalty. Tampa Bay challenge for goal interference. I thought that was stupid because it ended up being a minor if you lose a challenge. If you look at the replay, Sergeyev was clear of the one interfering. And I didn't really think there was any conclusive evidence to tell if you know, he was forced into, in, into Vasilevsky by Dubois. So Columbus, 4-2 now. They're winning four unanswered goals. Not sure why Cooper would challenge that and risk putting them back on the PK. I don't know why. Um I just think that was just the boneheaded coaching mistake there. And the Lightning up until this point only have 15 shots on goal. It was like I said that, you know, I I can't stress enough how terrible that second period was. So that's why you have you know The numbers are, I guess you could say, somewhat lopsided. Uh, Lightning only had eight, eight shots in that period, um, which was kind of pathetic because throughout this whole game... I mean, the Lightning, if you look at the stats, they didn't deserve the win in this game. They did everything they could to do the opposite. Uh, they never got above 10... They never reached double digits in a period for shots in this game. On the other hand, Columbus had 24 in the second period, which is insane. Which shows how terrible the Lightning were on the other end of that. Um, but on Lucky Shot, number 16, Shattenkirk rips one. It's pretty much uh, identical to Blake Coleman's earlier in the game. At this point, you're starting to feel better on themselves. You know, it's it's only 4-3 at this point. Should have been maybe 7-3. A <laughs> um, uh, little under eight minutes left. So, you know, there's still time at this point to, to, to put one in, tie it up, and then possibly work for a go-ahead. Bolts, right after that, injected some life into them. Really started to swarm, and then you know more chaos in front. And the puck squeaks back cor- uh, by Corpasalo. Uh, what a better time for the Lightning to get their f- to reach the four goal mark for the first time in the playoffs. One of the highest scoring teams in the NHL, and this is the first time throughout the whole playoffs they've only gotten they've only scored four goals. Ridiculous. It's been a completely weird playoffs for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I can't stress enough how weird it was. Uh Sorelli got credit for the goal. Um this is goes back to the, the, the thing. I'm gonna the, the whole getting in front of Corpusalo and I want the Lightning to, to carry that over to the next series. Bodies in front, pucks on net, the lightning. If you do both of those things and try to limit the penalties taken, the lightning should be able to to advance very deep into these playoffs. Um at this point, we got a minute thirty-eight left. Game is tied. I'm losing my freaking mind. Um, if you were my next door neighbor, you probably would have. You probably would have thought I got murdered or something. But obviously, I'm fine. The way as for how loud I yelled. But anyway, going on to overtime. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I what, what can we say? Uh, it was a great ending. We didn't have to wait long. Um, we didn't have to wait long Uh, they kind of carried over that momentum from the end of the third into OT Uh, I was a little worried about that I I didn't want to see a repeat, a very quick ending to where the Lightning lose that game in OT, but point gets the puck uh, all alone in front from a great pass, go back and look at the replay an absolutely incredible pass from Kucherov Uh, how he got this from how he was fighting off pressure along the boards great pass um Nets the game winner. Serious clinching goal. Bolt avenge last year's debacle. We're moving on. The cloud is gone. I don't want to hear any more crap about how the Lightning, you know, their choke artists, well, you know what? They came back. They, they got a revenge. And now we got to move on to the next one. So I just want to end things. Uh, absolutely incredible game. I, I it's It was... I wrote about it uh, in a in a uh, piece for fansided.com. Go ahead, look for it um, today. Recap about it. Uh, It it was this series from beginning to end was nonstop theatrical drama. It was unbelievable. I (laughs) I kind of wished for a slightly less dramatic, stressful. Series but with the lightning you're never gonna get that Uh, they always like to to keep you stressed out and make things hard for you But you know what? I'm completely Utterly Happy and relieved that they got through this not only uh, Past the Blue Jackets, which you know, we've already spoken how great that is, but five games This is gonna really Really help the lightning in the long run if you remember uh, really quickly uh, back to 2015, they had a grueling playoff run. Um, they got out of the first round in seven seven games. They had a they were down, I believe, three one to the Rangers in the conference finals, and then they went to six games um, with with Chicago. So you know, it's it's good. At least they got out of this one a little earlier. Um, so yeah, I, I I mean, this is. This was a great situation. It was the perfect beginning to the first round for for a deep playoff run for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I cannot wait to see how crazy and how ridiculous the next round gets. So that's for, been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.